Over 30 years of advice for your house, home, castle, or cabin. Y'all have things you want to get done. It's Rosie on the House. And we're all here for you, the Arizona homeowner. We had one more call about the um, landscape watering at the end of the hour. It was a gentleman from Phoenix who had redone his own um, irrigation system. His bill had been $1,100. So probably Arcadia, maybe. Ouch. No, they're irrigation. They're like flood irrigation. I I didn't get clearly where he lives. But anyway, he redid his whole landscape, and his last bill was $400. Well, there's another great success story of Plus what he, proper planning can do. Yeah, he also reiterated, you know, not to water when you're when it's raining, and then also um, the timers that sense when it's going to rain, and those smart timers are really invaluable. They pay for themselves, that's for sure. It would have automatically turned your sprinklers off about three weeks ago. <laughs> it has been an incredible monsoon season. You've heard us talking about it uh, all this show and really all this month, and we wanted to talk again this hour about this monsoon season about we warned you back in april and may get your roof inspected now don't blow off your roof inspections and i have to tell you i've heard from my mom four times this monsoon season she just wanted to call me and tell me i'm so happy i had my roof inspected back in may by the rosie certified roofer that did my roof She's just so tickled that now she can just watch the storms and enjoy them from inside the house and not be worried about it. So maybe you didn't do the pre-roof inspection where we're going to have Rosie certified roofer, Tyler Johnson of Johnson Roofing in shortly. And he's going to talk about, okay, you didn't get your roof inspected. You Maybe you are experiencing a little bit of leak. Maybe you need to be educated on what to do should you see a leak. We're going to talk about the art of tarping all in the next segment at Rosie on the House with Tyler Johnson of Johnson Roofing. But right now, you heard me talk about a segment that we're now going to build into a regular part of the show. Uh, And it's brought to you by a whole new category of people living at the Rosie on the House referral network. We call it the aging and living in place category. It's become a huge trend over the last decade. And we've got members in the Rosie on the House certification that can help you, yourself, or your family in negotiating the events of aging in place. We've got Helping Hands Senior Services. It's a free senior placement service that you can use. We've got Get Organized with Bridges that can help you downsize or eliminate the clutter that's causing you stress or preparing you to move into a new facility. And of course, we've got TWD, Design, Build, Remodel, your aging in-place experts. All of these services are now found at Rosie on the House under Aging and Living in Place. They're sponsoring this segment of the show. Sweet Jennifer, our Aging in Place certified leader. Take us there. <laughs> well, yeah, thank you. So aging in place kind of has a, a, puts a bad taste in your mouth. You want to tune out right away. We, but we all want to be independent as long as we can. So we're going to try to make this segment on a consistent basis. And we'll have, try to have fun with it, too. 
But aging is not for sissies, you know, so you, you're trying to stay at home, your body's not keeping up with what you're used to, and there's just some things you can do to help in that home to keep you there longer and, and safely. So last time we spoke, we spoke about falling, and we talked specifically about the bathroom and the shower. And we talked about slip doctors. That's a treatment you can put on your floor to kind of etch it and keep you from falling, different kinds of mats. We talked about all kinds of things. But one thing I didn't add in there was the super pole. And the super pole is a floor-to-ceiling bar, and it has a handle on it. And you can put that thing right outside your shower, right outside your tub, right beside your bed, and it's almost like having another pair of hands to help you. And so when we installed one in my mom's house a while back, and you can, when you're done with them, you just take them out. Not and, when, and when she moved, we actually had other customers that wanted to borrow it while we were remodeling their bathroom to accommodate their aging in place designs. Yeah, and it's, it's just like a pole from, from floor to ceiling, but it also has like little bins in it for your hand and also a little um, handle. And you can, those are adjustable. You can even put them next to the toilet. So anyway, that's just wonderful. If you have the strength to use that, it's a, it's a great tool. But I wanted to talk a little bit more about falling because once someone falls, that often starts a very bad downward spiral. So you want to think about falling and preventing falling all through your house. And some of the things that really contribute to falling are the failure of eyesight. And, um, you know, you, you think about it being, um, there's all kinds of things that keep you from conditions that would keep you from sensing depth or color or contrast or... Um, and loss of balance. I mean, I mean, when you used to could let the little dog run between your feet and you could hop and skip and dance around it, you kind of lose that ability. And sometimes that little dog coming around. And couple that with depth, lack of depth perception and also just you're stiffer. So, you, you know, you have your field of vision is less. So it's a lot of things that can complicate keeping your balance or staying upright. So some of the things you can do um, proactively. proactively would be to make sure that there's not a lot of glare in the house and whether that's using the right kind of light bulbs on the inside or making sure you have the right kind of glazing or, or sunscreens on the outside where, where you can, you're inhibited from seeing clearly. And um, another thing you can do is make sure that there's contrast whenever there's a change of flooring, especially if there's a step up or down. As you get older, you might not be able to discern that, and you could completely miss it. So one thing you could do is use different um, surfaces, uh, different colors, you know, different colors in carpet, just anything like that that would help the eye to catch that there's a difference. Hey, there's a change coming up. Pay attention. Um, also, as much as we love our area rugs, they're really not a good idea. It's really easy to get your shoe caught on the edge or your walker or anything like that. So area rugs are not recommended. And then just really clear the clutter. Make sure that things are picked up. There's a lot of room to move around, and you don't have a chance of tripping over something. All of this Aging in Place segment will be a regular part of the show. If you've got tips or ideas you'd like to share or strategies that you've used successfully at your home or at the home of loved ones, feel free to send that information to us at Roselle in the House, and we'll cover it. We'd like to thank, again, a new category of service providers that we have at Rosie on the House listed under Aging Living in Place. Thank you. Now, another segment that we have fairly regularly is What Stumped Rosie This Week? And boy, I don't know what it was, but this, these storms, and it's ironic, we were talking earlier with John J. Harper about the, the monsoons he and I remember 
from the 70s and the 60s. You know, the monsoons always blew in from the south out of the uh, Sea of California and up blowing from the southwest to the northeast. So many of these storms have come in from the north as a way of a high pressure being held up. And it changes everything as to the reaction your property may have as to where the water's flowing from, where it's trying to go. Leaks on the north side of the house that we've never seen before that that were just ignored. The rain never came that way before. What do you do with unwanted surface water? The number of inquiries we've had at the office over the past couple of weeks about, hey, can you come install a French drain? Come install a French drain. Come install a French drain. That isn't as easy as you would hope it could be. A French drain for a residential lot can really very easily be overwhelmed. Romy, do you happen to remember the statistic for every inch of rain that you rain harvest? Per thousand square feet of your roof area, it's 600 gallons? I think so. So that's 12 55-gallon drums in a one-inch rain on a 1,000 square foot. So it's almost impossible residentially, particularly in the tight condo homes, and they're the ones with the small patios that have the biggest amount of drainage problem because all the roofs are just dropping into an area. The water's got no place to go. We're talking about hundreds and hundreds of gallons of water. But in the situation where it's the only thing you can do with it, I can tell you that it isn't too big to dig a hole six foot by six foot, a minimum six foot deep. And then you have to put geotechnical fabric, line the hole with it, because you don't want the mud silting in this drain that you're building. Then you take vertical PVC pipe with holes drilled in it, and you stack it in that hole. And then you fill the hole with two-inch size rock. And I even take the PVC pipe and I pound it into the ground as far as I can get it. Then I load the entire thing with two to four inch size rock. Then I lay a geotech material over the top of it and then a, a, a drainage grate on top of that. And it will even be overwhelmed in the size rain events we've had. But it will help to some degree, but you're not gonna, you're not gonna be successful. People want us to come out and do a French drain, and they're thinking, I'm gonna dig a hole about the size of a five-gallon bucket and fill it with rocks. That's nothing. That's not getting anything done. So if you don't have the room to put in something that's about the size of six feet by six feet, that's gonna be a minimum of six foot deep, then we really don't have the opportunity to use French drains as a strategy on your property. Just one little tip, something we've been getting asked about a lot with all the surface water we've been dealing with in the rain events this past current monsoon season. You tell all your friends
That's what we are. Every Arizona homeowner's handyman. We like to be every Arizona homeowner's best friend. If you have a dilemma or a question or a problem or some anxiety that your house home or castle is causing, we'd like you to get in the habit of thinking about contacting Rosie on the house first. It's free. We've been here since the 60s. We'll put everything we've learned to work doing this show for 33 years, building and remodeling across Arizona for 50 years. We'll put everything we've learned to work for you. Let's go to Terry, who's on the line right now, calling from Cave Creek. Good morning, Terry. How can we help you, my friend? Good morning, Rosie. Question. We've lived in Arizona for eight years now. We've been lucky enough to buy two brand new homes, and we have a dust problem. And it's the same builder, and they tell us, well, Arizona's dusty. (laughs) I mean, we mop the floors every Saturday, and there's always there's always dust and it's just me and my wife and a little dog. And how long have you been in the home? We've been in the home since we closed in October. And you've lived in, in, in other Arizona homes. How long? Uh, well, let's see. It'd be almost seven and a half years. And those other homes you didn't feel were as dusty as the one you you're living in. No, right now. It, no it, it felt dusty too. Well, then we need to take a look. The first thing we're going to need to take a look at, Terry, is your central air conditioning system. We're going to have to take a look at the filtration. We're going to have to look at the integrity of the ductwork, the return air. If if you're, like right now, what temperature are you keeping the house in the summer? Summertime, we tried 78, too warm, 77, too warm. 76 hits the perfect spot. Okay. When we go out, I, I kick it up to 78. Okay, well, well, I've got some other things I'll want to teach you a little bit later. But right now, at 76, your air conditioning ought to be running often enough. What kind of air conditioning filter are you using? Um, the one that's recommended, and I, I change them every, the first of the month. And are they, spun, are they spun fiberglass, or are they pleated, pleated paper? I believe they're, uh, I guess that'd be pleated paper. Good. With all the okay. little folds in them. Good, good, good. Okay, that's the filter we would want you to use. There, there, should, be, there should be a reason. We, we should be able to keep an Arizona home, particularly in a record rainfall monsoon where the dust isn't a particular problem right now. We ought to be able to keep a, a home fairly clean. I would tell you, I would go back to the builder and I would ask him, I'd say, we'd like to do a whole house energy audit. It's going to cost $99. It will check the integrity of your ductwork to see if you've got excessive leakage. We should be able to get your duct leakage to well under 10%, close to 5%, hopefully. We've recently conducted several surveys where duct leakage was well over 30 and 40%. It's not unusual for us to find 15%. And that's generally the number one place that we're creating dust is sucking attic air, attic insulation into the ductwork before poor ductwork. It's going to cost you $99 to get it done in a new home. Your builder ought to pay for that as a courtesy, I feel. But if not, $99, you can find Whole House Energy Audit experts at rosieonthehouse.com. Get that audit done. Let's take a look at the integrity of the ductwork. That'll be my first place to look.
when we've got a dusty house. We've got other places we can look, but that's the first cheapest place to look. That'll also let you see if there's any leakage and seepage coming in around your windows and doors, which would be the next area. So congratulations on the new home. Uh, get that energy audit done and let us know what you can uh, res- resolve from there. Keep us posted, please. That's one of the things we love about Rosie on the house. I was talking about Rosie being stumped. I've got two piles on my desk, Rosie stumped pile and Rosie solved pile. Well, that stump pile got pretty high uh, (laughs) recently, and a lot of it has to do with new situations. Uh, We've got a question here. Rosie, I've got a 23-year-old air conditioning unit. It was rebuilt six years ago. Still pumping out cold air. Seems to be fine. But my condensate is coming out rusty, leaving an ugly rust streak on the side of my house. Should I be worried? You should definitely be saving your money, my friend, for an air conditioner, 23-year-old AC unit, pumping out rusty condensate. Which could only mean there's rust on the coils, right? It's, it's, it's uh, or, or, or depending, if it's a horizontal air handler, it could be the pan is rusty. But 23-year-old pumping out rust for any reason, there's probably a pretty good chance you're getting very close to the end of the economic life of that unit. So that that condensate uh, should be is, is you know distilled water. It, it, is. it it should be as clean as clean could be. <laughs> it should it absolutely should be. So rusty condensate can be a sign of pending doom. So make sure with a 23 year old unit in particular that you're saving your coins for replacing that particular unit. I've got another one that says, "Hey, I'm I'm writing." For my mother-in-law from zip code 85361, never drained a water heater in seven years. Is it time to do it? (laughs) Be very careful. If you have a plumber you trust, let the plumber drain a seven-year-old unit that's never been drained. There can be a lot of problems in letting it go seven years and then deciding to drain it. I don't have time to go into that right now, but it ought to be set up. So they're easy to drain, and you ought to be draining them once a year. All right? Letting it go for seven and trying it, if you're untrained, could cause a lot of problems. Proceed with caution. Find a plumber you trust. Sanderson, Arizona is Sanderson Ford country. Have you noticed the amount of headlines in the automobile industry that Ford has taken control of? The introduction of the Mach-E electric Mustang. Oh man, is that a vehicle? How about the new Bronco? And how about the Ford Ranger? And then I hear recently that they're going to bring out the Maverick. And you know what I immediately thought of is that 1970s little mini muscle car. You know, I I think, I think, I think I thought, oh, they're going to bring the little, the little, the little Maverick back. But this Maverick is a pickup truck. Yeah. And the older Maverick, I think, got nine miles to the gallon because it was so heavy. But, but the new Maverick is completely redesigned. Now, this is an article from Newsweek this last week about the pricing of it. Okay. Now, get this. Of, the, of this new Maverick truck. This is, now, this is Newsweek, I'm quoting. The 2022 Ford Maverick will be less expensive than buying a Model T 
when it went on sale in 1908. Now, the original Model T cost $850 when it was introduced. When you adjust it for inflation, that's near $25,000. <laughs> so, oh, that's a great story. So the Maverick actually made a showing at Sanderson Ford just in this past week. It was They had Ford as one of the vehicles kind of out on tour, so you're actually able to see it. It's actually quite impressive when you think yes, about it is. how much more is in today's vehicles oh, than gosh. what was in the Model T. Not only uh, just overall volume of material, the seats, the electronics, the, that, that's pretty impressive. So it might be the same as what it was the Model T, but this is definitely the higher value investment on the oh. modern one by far. If you're wow. looking that's impressive. for a new vehicle... Take a look at all of the models of Fords that are grabbing the headlines, grabbing industry awards, and go look at these vehicles at the most award-winning Ford dealership in America. You know, that dealership is located right here in Arizona. People from all over the state buy their vehicles there. It's in Glendale. It's Sanderson Ford. I promise you, you ever go car shopping and you go to Sanderson, You'll never go anywhere else. Chances are you'll probably even call me and say, Rosie, thanks for the tip. Car shopping? Do it at Sanderson Ford. Storms have unloaded 3.2 inches at Sky Harbor, nearly an inch over the average. Tucson reached 12 inches. Record set was 13.9 in 1964. Flagstaff received six, actually 8.6, an inch above its normal. And that... Headline article was before Wednesday night's rain. <laughs> it's incredible. But as much as we love the rain, unfortunately, some things do happen. Governor Ducey Monday declared a state of emergency for Gila Bend as 1.5 inch fell in 24 hours. Wow. That, we should say oh. the town of Gila Bend. <laughs> what I say? You just said Gila Bend, but the town uh, of Gila Bend. It, yeah, yeah. Only an inch and a half. That's all it took to create that. An inch and a half of water. Wow. There's more than that in my cup right here. There's four wow. inches in the cup, but that's the power of water. Flagstaff, historic rainfalls on the area of the scar of the burn has created another mess. Five million in public infrastructure, they oh, estimate, that man. has happened there. Uh, this palm tree smashed in a car and apartment, 44th Street and Camelback. And every one of our roofers has worked <laughs> to Christmas. We've got Tyler Johnson of Johnson Roofing to help us talk through the Arizona homeowner that's in the situation. They've got storm damage. They've got roof problems and no one to fix it. What do we do until we can get a qualified, licensed, Rosie certified roofing partner on top of our roof for a proper repair? If you've got a leak, the first thing you want to do is probably get it tarped. You want to stop the interior damage, stop any mold that might grow. You just want to make sure that you don't have any continuing damage, especially with the existing, you know, we're getting more and more rain. So that's the first thing. And after that, call in as quick as you can and get an appointment. Now, you and make it sound like tarping so easy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> tarping, tarping is an art form. And I'll tell you, even before you tarp, uh, we're talking about mid-monsoon roof dilemmas. You're in your home, you're watching your favorite show, the storm blows in, and all of a sudden you're hearing drip, 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 drip. You look up, there's a little bulge in the paint, and the water's dripping out of it. Let's get a screwdriver, a Phillips head screwdriver, or an ice pick, and let's poke a hole in the sheetrock right there, 
and put a bucket and capture the water. Do not let that water continue to be building up inside your attic. Go ahead and allow it to drain. Get a big five-gallon bucket and collect it. Now, when the rain stops, you've called your roofer, you've called Johnson Roofing, and they are any Rosie certified roofer, and they say, well, we're sorry to tell you that our roofers, <laughs> due to the monsoon season, are now scheduled through the end of October. But what do you do in the meantime? Tyler, you talked about tarping. Proceed with caution. There is an art to tarping. Walking on a wet roof isn't anything I'd advise any homeowner to do, first and foremost. Right. No, and that's call a roofer, see if they can get out immediately. Another good uh, um, asset in this situation would be your insurance company. A lot of times they're more interested in getting it taken care of. They don't care if they're, you know, there's a claim or not. They just want to make sure that your house doesn't get damaged and they can steer you in the right direction. But that's pretty much it. You just want to stop the damage right now and then eventually get it taken care of as quick as you can. Now, when the monsoon season blows past, and Johnson Roofing has taken all the temporary tarps that they've installed throughout the valley, and you fold them back up and stack them. How many acres of tarps do you have? <laughs> I think we did 200 tarpings last month. This month last so far. month. Yeah. Wow. And I think most homeowners need to know, not every tarp is made the same. Putting something up there that's going to rip and tear is going to be an artifact. You're doing a lot of work for no good reason buy if you're going to tarp it yourself buy as heavy a tarp as you can find i like them with the grommets already installed mm -hmm. and talk about what your guys do when they show up tarps ropes two by fours roofing nails hammers how do y'all go about tarping? We can't off? use uh, two by fours anymore <laughs> because that's might as well build a new house with the price that they are. Uh, sandbags are really good things. Okay. All right. Um, you can use those. What we like to use is you take a one by two, you roll it inside the tarp, and then you run screws or nails into it just to hold it down. If you just tack a nail through it, that tarp, even if it has the grommets, it's the wind. You know, we had 80 mile an hour winds yes. in part of the valley a couple of days ago. So. You just need to get something in there that's a little bit more substantial. And you also need to be real careful not to put it in such a way that it's just going to pond all the water. So if you put it right over the top of a drain, all of a sudden the drain doesn't work anymore. And instead of a small leak, your whole ceiling collapses because of, you know, gallons and gallons of water up there. Uh, make sure that you go to the top. So if your leak is all the way at the bottom of the roof, know that that water is running down. And so you want to go all the way to the top. To the ridge. To get the ridge. all the, the way ridge. up to the yep. ridge. And it's tough to tarp. I wouldn't tell any homeowner to tarp a tile roof. No you, no, you just shouldn't be up there. And really, shingle roofs are kind of the same thing because, like I was telling you, you put those boards in, and all of a sudden now you've you've caused a problem. It's a lot better to get out there as quick as you can. A lot of times, what we've been able to do is just find a small hole in the backside of the AC unit. Well, we'll just put some you know weather tar on there, and the leak stops instead of tarping your whole roof, putting nails and screws and everything else through it. So. Now, I, I, we didn't talk about this, but this is an observation I've made. Uh, in all of my experience of monsoon season since 1966, the monsoons will generally blow in from the southwest. And that's generally where the window, the door, and the roof leaks occur. Many storms this year have blown in from the north and the east. We're seeing... We're seeing leaks people didn't even know they had. They may have had those leaks for 15 years, and yep. they've never had a storm come in from that direction. Well, that kind of goes goes along with what I've seen most of. And this, 
we've been almost two years without a good, good rain. And all of a sudden it just rains like crazy. We're, we're dealing with so many deferred maintenance issues on these roofs that it's just, oh. it's phenomenal. Clogged gutters, drains, um, broken tile that have been sitting out in the sun, burning the felt for uh, two years. Now there's just a hole in the roof and it's just, it's crazy. A lot of this stuff that we're seeing right now could have easily been prevented with a, just a little bit of maintenance. Now, how would a homeowner know uh, to to get it regularly maintained? What what kind of a regular maintenance program would be available? So we do have a specialized maintenance program. We'll go out once a year, clean your gutters. You know, valleys on a tile roof are huge because they just they just trap debris in there yeah. and, and they push the water out underneath the tile, causing all sorts of damage. Um, but we've got our program that we, you know, we recommend pretty much everybody, even if you have a brand new roof, that doesn't mean that it's not going to leak if you don't maintain it. If something happens, a tree falls on it or a bird climbs in there and pecks a hole in it, whatever happens, you need to maintain these roofs. Um, the other thing is there's a great article that we put in your on your website yes. that, that really describes a lot of the stuff that the homeowner can do and just walk around the house, look up. You know, every day when I'm driving down the road, I'm just looking at roofs on the side, and I've seen that broken tile on that gentleman's house for the past three <laughs> years, and I'm like, well, he's going to be calling someone real soon because that felt is gone. And that's what happens. The tile cracks through, through leaf litter or limb debris or somebody walking on it that shouldn't be or not trained or accidentally cracked it. And now the tile, folks, really isn't your roof. Your roof is that felt that's underneath the tile, which isn't doesn't like sun exposure so we crack the tile we get sun directly onto the membrane cook it dry crack it and now there's your leak mm -hmm. where it would have been maybe 150 200 bucks to replace that tile now you've got 500 dollars of interior damage you've got people going inside out your house you've got a thousand dollar roof leak repair it's it it adds up just a little bit of maintenance goes a long way Tyler, let me interrupt our conversation by bringing in a caller who's currently online. Let's bring Vivian into the conversation. Good morning, Vivian. Good morning. Can you hear me? Yes, ma'am. Hello? Yes, we can well, hear you. The reason I'm calling is to say thank you, thank you, thank you, Rosie, and thank you for the show you had with Tyler and Johnson Roofing like a month and a half ago, I would say. I immediately called them before the catastrophic monsoon season. I listen to you and I trust everything you say on this show. And these people have been wonderful. The team, uh, the follow-up, punctuality. Oh, my God. It was delightful experience for me. Thank you so much. And they are very, very reasonable when the bill comes in as well. So this is very important, too. All the team was fantastic. Thank you, Rosie. Thank you, Tyler, and all your team. Well, there's Thank you. There, there's a, a testimony for Johnson Roofing right there, Miss wow. Vivian. We appreciate the call and, and, and a we, testimony. We appreciate playing that role, Vivian, for taking action. Just she took the action she should have before it was an emergency. Right. What What number did Vivian call? Is there a magic phone number for? For Johnson Roofing, <laughs> <laughs> you got to be a Rosie on the House member to get that number. So, no, uh, we just call us at the office. It's four eight zero four six seven four five seven two. We've got people standing by. Uh, we're there Monday through Friday, seven to five, 
And when it's raining, we typically will have somebody go and just answer the phone, field calls, do whatever we can to make sure that we take care of those emergencies for. Tell us about Johnson Roofing. So we've been in business since 2004, um, small family-owned business. Um, we do Service our, area? Service area is Metro Phoenix. We will service the whole state on demand for certain people. Um, one thing that's really, really important that we've just done a lot of work is when I came into the industry, it was all about, hey, let's just do it the way we've been doing it for the past 20 years. And there was different ways of doing, different people would do it different ways. What we've really tried to is we've gone out to industry experts, uh, consultants, taken a lot of educational classes. We've also gone to all of our manufacturers. And I learned a lot of stuff that as an industry, a lot of times we weren't installing it the way the manufacturer wanted it done, the way it should be done. And that's a lot of the leaks that we're seeing too. It's not the material fails. It's just the installation for ignorance or lack of training or whatever. They install it and it works 90% of the time. But when you do it a hundred times, you got 10, 10 issues coming up. So, you know, that's one thing that we really strive is to get everything done the way it's supposed to. We do a lot of training. All of our salespeople participate in uh, Arizona Roofing Contractors Association's classes. We um, do manufacturer certifications, uh, Tile Roofing Institute. We really, really try to know our stuff. This segment of Rose on the House has been mid-monsoon preparation, and it's been sponsored by Johnson Roofing. Tyler, again, the phone number for Johnson Roofing. 480-467-4572. And the website. It's johnsonroofingaz.com. There you go. Tyler, thanks a bunch for coming in and sharing your wisdom and encouragement. And thank you, Vivian, again, for making the phone call and uh, acknowledging what we try and do here at Rosie on the House is give you, Arizona homeowners, the information you need to stay ahead of the problem and the great testimony about the work Johnson Roofing conducted at your home. Well, for the night owls or somebody that wants to set your alarm for 104 a.m., you'll get to see a blue moon tonight. A blue moon is a third full moon in a season containing four full moons. Most seasons just have three full moons. Now, what a season is, I have not been able to find, <laughs> and I haven't heard back from Dr. Sky, oh. but that's according to uh, an AP article uh, out this week. So we got a, a full, a blue moon tonight. One downside to this monsoon season was you were unable to observe the meteor shower, which they say was spectacular if you could get above the rain clouds to see it. Well, and I was going to say... The blue moon should look great because of how cleared out the monsoon. It's cleared out now. Our, our air and and the the, the settled the dust. It, it should be great viewing if you don't have a cloud cover. All right, let's put a little bow on today's program and let's talk about what our takeaways are from our three hour program. What's your what's your takeaway there, Bud? Gary. Uh, mine is simply water is infinitely recyclable. It is infinitely. Recyclable. What Romy had said. Yes. And thinking outside the box, I learned a lot today. Okay. And we, we covered a fraction of the material we had put together for today's broadcast as well. So we'll just continue to add that to our article on our website. And we're putting one central article together with all the different links to all the different interviews. I mean, we've got interviews back 
for uh, Rita McGuire from 2015. Yeah, that was with fun. Sarah Porter and Stephanie Smallhouse from 2018, and uh, the recent ones we've had with the Farm Bureau. So we're we're putting one big article together with all the different links to all the different article. And uh, I guess I would just say the biggest takeaway is don't, uh, you know, just be leery. Any any kind of chicken little sky is falling report about the situation we're in. I'm not saying it's good. A tier one shortage is not good. But somebody hit the, the panic the button world. is... Uh, panic does sell papers. Oh, my gosh. Miss Jennifer, your takeaways so for the show. Well, I am really loving the new aging in place topic. And I get phone calls and emails every week. I've had several people call and ask what the thing I talked about was, and that was the super pole that goes floor to ceiling for stability and balance. So if you were one of the ladies wondering about that or gentlemen, super pole. And, you know, I'm going to get one of those because they're easy to install and they still have a tub shower. And there are times when uh, I have a non-slick surface in the tub, no problem. But after a run and my feet are not completely clean and all that, I have came close to slipping. And you don't want to do that in a tub. (laughs) The statistics about falling and the – damage they can do and the percentage of falls that occur in the bathroom are absolutely overwhelming so take the preventative uh, action of getting your bathroom safe before you start losing your flexibility before you start losing some of your eyesight before you start losing some of your balance do it now, it is one of the more popular projects we're currently involved in at Rosie Wright Remodeling throughout the whole valley. And uh, heads up, if anybody is just dying to learn more about water or sit in, it's on our website. Go to rosieonthehouse.com, the events page. This week, it's the Arizona Water Law Conference, August 26th, 27th, two-day event, Double Tree Paradise Valley in Scottsdale. And you can get the, the sign-up details there. I'm going to be attending. We'll have uh, the content from that will be part of our final water broadcast for next Saturday, August 28th. And then um, August 24th, don't trash glass and learn about, you're talking about water being infinitely recyclable. Well, so is glass. So it's a great way to convert our plastic use bottles to glass. That is both those events you can find at at rosieonthehouse.com. And if you've taken a picture of the monsoon in action this year, you now have to get that to us at rosyonthouse.com. The best picture of this year's monsoon will win four great seats to an upcoming Diamondback game with the parking pass. Folks, I hope we've earned our keep the last three hours by giving you the information you need. We're doing all we can to become and stay every Arizona homeowner's best friend. And you know what? That's a big job with 7 million of y'all. 